we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Queery Cast with the Larry Queery Eye. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being with you for yet another episode. Brought to you in partnership with a lot hospitality group. They've got a, a lovely, lovely overnight accommodation out in Harare, and I'll be giving you a bit more information about that a little bit later. But just to remind you what we got today, or just to tell you rather, remind you, kind of gives the impression that you knew what was coming. But I did tell you last week that we're going to delve into Lawala just a bit, and uh, I got your opinions, and this is in the third part of the show on what you thought about whether you should you would have if there was only two choices Lobola or the white wedding so you've got some of your opinions and i'm going to have my little bit of opinion on that and uh, in the second part of the show i'm going to talk about hip-hop beef in zimbabwe it's a thing right now <laughs> what do i think about hip-hop beef and where can it go? Um, my personal opinion and that can upset quite a few people, but it is what it is. But let's talk about, first of all, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. This was Mother's Day this past weekend. And uh, yes, this is not just the mothers, but people with motherly behavior. And by the way, I'm not talking about that uh, weird situation where men are going to claim to be mothers as well. No, no, it's a unique thing that's going to be for women. Okay. So no men out there claiming to be that. Oh, I'm a mother too. No, you're a father. Okay. Yes, they do it on Father's Day, but no, we're not doing it. Uh, also, what happened? The environment in Italy. Yeah, you know, remember from Big Brother Africa? That was a thing. It feels like 20,000 years ago. 2020 has made everything seem like it happened a couple of lifetimes ago, didn't it? It is what it is. But she got married to her uh, beau by the name uh, Drew Ekpenyong. And uh, they had a Zoom wedding, but I, she said when the, when the, what did she say, when the coast is clear, there'll be time for celebration. So I'm supposing, I'm, I'm guessing there'll be a lot of, lot more celebration afterwards. Um, so excited about that. Congratulations to Vimbae Mutiniri. In other news, uh, the Premier League is coming back on the 12th of um, June, it might seem. But uh, the government of uh, the United Kingdom say that they were allowing the Premier League to get back to playing football from uh, after the 1st of June. So football, any sport to be allowed to play a uh, sport from the 1st of June. Um, this is after the United Kingdom has started relaxing, uh, what you call it, restrictions caused by COVID-19, uh, the pandemic, that is. And there's been a call by some people like, yeah, maybe you should invest more in eSport. I'm sorry. And eSport is a no for me. It's just a no. I tried to follow it because there was that e-Premier League and stuff like that. And some people are like, yeah, this could be like a thing. No, it's not a thing for me. Sorry. Because I think me and my relationship with sport is down around, down to uh, the achievement of human beings. So like how we think of the Olympics back in, the Olympics started existing to see how humans could push themselves to, the, to excellence, to see what they could do. So one of the things I think we've been struggling to recover from things like such as COVID-19's pandemic 
as we have not been watching our heroes. So seeing Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang or Marcus Rashford or, you know, Kun Aguero or Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, whoever, or even just going to cricket, you know, Steve, uh, Steve Smith, Virat Kohli, Brendan Taylor, you know, whoever you're thinking of, Cicada Raza, whoever it is. You haven't been watching your, your your sportsmen, the people that do the things that make you feel like life can be a lot better doing their damn thing. So uh, to a large extent, you just kind of started feeling like, oh, life, what is it? What is the point? Because they don't push you to think about that greatness, do they? Because you're not seeing them. But it's good to see sport is coming back. Uh, Bundesliga is back on the 16th of May, but uh, the South Korean League, which I watched a bit of, uh, kicked off this past weekend. Uh, La Liga is kicking off on the 12th of June, so we're getting some sport back. Uh, the Italian Serie A is the one that hasn't told us when it's coming back. As for the Zimbabwe Premier League, uh, there was talk about it beginning sometime in September or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think Zimbabwe is just waiting for someone to make a decision. <laughs> we'll see what happened. I don't know what Zifa is up to. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, sad news about Andre Harrell, the uh, guy who signed uh, Puff Daddy. You might know as P Diddy or just Diddy. But some people might just call him Sean Combs. So he passed away. Uh, Andre Harrell started uh, Uptown Music as behind acts such as Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, and all those kind of acts. And signed PDD in the early 90s as an A&R. Uh, and uh, as we know, history, what, what did it say? History, something about history. Okay, so rest in peace, Andre Harrow. Uh, and other news, uh, well, Cook Off is coming to Netflix, become the Zimb- first Zimbabwean production to get onto Netflix. So shout out to them. And also, Zamsi Soapies are back in production with a lot of rules. One of the key rules being no kissing on television. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. I really don't. But it is what it is. But have you noticed that there's more people moving around in Zimbabwe right now? So we don't know. We're on stage two. Or, yeah, but it turned out that we were on stage four was the ultimate lockdown. Stage three being the, the, the first extension. The second extension being stage two. And I suppose stage level one is a further extension. And then level zero is no extension. I really don't know. <laughs> Isn't that really listen to the Kuri cast? There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. So as I say, this episode of the Kudicast is brought to you in partnership with Aloft Garden Suites. Check them out. Their website is aloft.hospitalitygroup.co.zw. It's situated in the avenues in Harare. Uh, just go between 7th and 8th and Sulu on 70 Sulu Avenue. They've got facilities such as Wi-Fi. They've always got electricity, always got water. So it's a nice place. And it's a big thing if you're in, in Zimbabwe. So you can get a great accommod- overnight accommodation at great pricing here in Harare. You're listening to the Critic Cast. Oh, 
Masofa panze, ungani zaichema Ichicha na chidoko chakto jairira kudena Fonerai mangongongo, kuno kwa itameda Description H2 na mambo kazi ve Mas Vegas Chine Kadneza Mukofera, Proverbs 31 is not for kings, could that cooperate? Murkuita say, Murkuka, Varuzivo, Chipeni Penny Freestyle, since my days a big show. Oh, goodness me, Jizzy just went in on Noble Styles in a track called Fatality. Just look for it online. It's, uh, it's been, a, I think, hip hop beef has been such a dying art in Zimbabwe. I remember, like, back in the day. Uh, when I say back in the day, I'm talking about 2012, when MMT and uh, Few Kings were having a go at each other and so forth, and it brought a lot of excitement around the game and created a culture. So um, uh, the world is still waiting to hear what Noble Stars has got to say, but we're hearing that Black Pearl will respond on his behalf. But I'm hoping that this can be a back and forth and become a thing. But the history of beef, uh, when I go back to it, is in terms of the rest of the world. I mean, one, some of the, the biggest beat beats that took place in hip-hop. I remember the most notorious one being, huh, the notorious, uh, notorious B.I.G. and Biggie. Oh, I just didn't beef with being against the same Tupac. Sadly, that resulted in deaths. Nobody wants to really go that far. Uh, and then there was beef between Ice Cube and uh, Common. That was a weird one. That was one of those weird ones you get like, uh, why are these people doing this? Then Eminem versus Benzino. Can we call that beef, actually? Can we call that beef? No. That was just like Eminem like getting some old fart to behave. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just so weird. And then who was, who was that? Haley's Revenge was against, what do you call it? Ja Rule, wasn't it? Eminem also then with some kids recently, some guy, Machine Gun, someone. Machine Gun Kelly, gosh, yeah, I was just trying to read my notes here. You know when you get a little bit um, twisted where you've just been using, used to using your phone or using a, a laptop, but you've been writing pen and paper like, what did I write here? <laughs> but what is important for the culture is I think, what it does is it starts pitting skills against each other. Yes, sometimes it does get a little bit personal and some people say that they, it doesn't get personal but i mean if when not when um what's his name said hey, that's why i fucked your bitch you fat motherfucker that became personal it was just kind of like it's there's no if you say that you had sex with somebody's wife and not in those words as that there's that drag saying you you just you just kind of like whoa they just crossed a certain line and I'm sure there's certain things that Jizzy has said to Noble Styles in this track where people are kind of like, ooh, that's deep. And the zeitgeist on social media has been going wild and say, okay, oh, well, maybe Noble, Noble has been dead bodied and stuff like that. Because Noble had been challenging a lot of people and saying, hey, dude, I want to see, I want to go up against um, Stunner and MDY and so forth. And some people are like, yeah, MDY's got more hits and Stunner's got this and whatever it is. And Noble's like, no, let's, I'm putting money down. And let's do a hip hop ba battle for the culture. And dudes was like, nah, you know, they didn't just do it. I, I, I'm Stana at some point says, you, you need to pay me. And then after what I come and take your money or something like that. But not that. And it just never materialized. I know during the lockdown, a lot of people have been threatening to go toe to toe with each other. But very little of that happened. So I think for the culture, 
getting the conversation happening is one of the biggest things because hip-hop's biggest uh, issue in Zimbabwe has been obscurity. It's not been really been about talent. Um, and obscurity also then means that the skill isn't worked on, 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 much as, on as much as it should be. And one of the key things about skill is being able to reproduce the same type of uh, skill level over and over again. And it's not just about the, the, the just that, that, you know, that you're able to consistently produce a track, but what they call, you know, the art appreciation is being able to rap about different things. And a lot of rappers, rappers, unfortunately, spend a lot of time talking about how dope they are, how, how they're from the streets and stuff like that. But you don't find they've got any expansive uh, topics that they rap about. And I'm, and I'm hoping that because uh, suddenly everybody's got their eyeballs on hip-hop right now, at least a substantial number of people have got their eyes on hip-hop. It goes beyond, I'm the baddest and you're not the baddest. I'm the baddest, you're not the baddest. Let's get some love songs. Let's get some... Some real talk about the streets. Let's talk about no who's rapping about life in, under lockdown. Anyone out there? Anyone seen anything like that? No? I don't know. So I'm hoping that the, it, this gets the conversation happening. It's an important part of the culture uh, when people congregate around a certain artist and decide that, you know, I'm going to be about this guy. And you all, if you don't <laughs> roll with my guy, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's Larry. You listen to the Criticast. What's up? This is Pascal and Pierce. And you guys are listening to the Query Cast. And you're probably on crack right now, son. Oh, yeah. Oh. So what I did is that I got a lot of be a couple of people, a couple of people, I sent out some feelers to say, could you tell me what you think about Ilo Bolo? Would, if you had the straight choice between Ilo Bolo and uh, White Wedding, right? then which one would you choose? Which one of the two would you choose? Just a straight choice. Only one that you choose. Uh, and this is what you had to say. Well, this is a tough one because I think I'm quite used to the idea of having both. But if I had to choose between having a Lobola ceremony uh, versus a white wedding, I would definitely go with having a Lobola ceremony. It doesn't have to be boring. Uh, the venue could also, you could get creative with the venue. You could also wear different outfits. I think it's fairly possible to make an elegant event out of the Lobola ceremony so that it wouldn't necessarily be just a non-event or just a family event. So there's ways to make it more interesting. A white wedding without Lobola would be quite meaningless really it, from my standpoint because um that's actually quite a taboo uh for how do your families come together in essence they don't know each other so no one would attend that wedding yeah so if i had to choose between lobola and a white wedding i would choose lobola because when i want to bail out there's less hassle um it's just talking to the families involved um, there's no court staff, not a lot of paperwork involved. Um, yeah, and also I would choose Lobola because the whole process is just between the two families and it's a very intimate process. So it's just those two families that are involved and they get to celebrate. I don't need to invite a whole lot of people who are so distant so that they celebrate with me and like with a white wedding. So... Yeah, and it's less expense. So with the white wedding, personally, when I do something, I want to go all out. So I know definitely when I then do a white wedding, I would want it to be extravagant and stuff like that. So 
Lobola is way cheaper and like I said before, less hassles when it comes to bailing out. I want a way out that is easy for me and easy for the for my partner. All right. Um, the reason why I would opt for a traditional ceremony, it's because I, I feel like it's more relatable in the sense that this is my culture. Basically, I understand when they say, I understand what they're demanding for, what they're requesting for, what does it entail, and yeah, the meaning behind it. And also, I think it's intimate in the sense that it um, it gathers or it brings together a very small crowd, people you know, people who genuinely um and God do so, okay, genuinely love you because even during the wedding, a white wedding ceremony, yes, there are people who love you. But uh, when it comes to white uh, wedding ceremonies, is it, 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 it draws some Jack and Jill's who are not genuinely there for the wedding, but they to derive the benefits that comes with it, the food or the celebration and all. It's it's good. It does feel good having um, managed to draw such a huge crowd. But for me, it's it's the meaning that I get from the traditional ceremony because I understand what's happening. Um, the smaller crowd, the smaller crowd that is involved, and uh, it's it's less expensive to prepare for. Though yeah, nowadays it has become more flashy. You know, people now um, implement this. Uh, now people have now put in this whole dress up thing. You know, but back then it was not that costly compared to the cost that you would incur for a white wedding because at the end of the day is you know I think we lose sight of that as well but okay fine now the bride price has been paid okay we're now planning for the white wedding what happens then after the white wedding so the reason why I would opt for um, a traditional wedding is it's manageable it's manageable it's cost effective it's an intimate it's uh, relatable it's uh, it's yeah yeah that's that's why i would uh, appreciate it and uh, prefer opt it <laughs> opt for it actually yeah <laughs> i would choose a white wedding um because it has always been my dream to have a white wedding i don't care about the rules and negotiations because at the end of the day i don't even benefit from that only my relatives and my parents benefit from that but a white wedding i benefit from it okay um i'll choose a white wedding because okay only because I don't know most of my father's relatives, so it'll be really awkward, you know, during Lovola and like, just seeing all these uncles I don't know negotiating my marriage. Like, nigga, what? Hell no. Nah. Anyway, yeah. So I think I'd rather go for a white wedding. What we're just focusing on me, myself, and I, and I don't actually have to bring a lot of people that I don't know. I can choose who to be there and who not to be there. I need my immediate family and friends and it's a wedding hello it's a wedding those are witnesses and i'm married that's good yeah i'm all for a white wedding anytime any day reason being i think a white weddings are usually all about the couples 
so it would be just about me and my partner and probably our immediate family and our small circle of friends and they're usually memorable because you get what you want um when it comes to the traditional wedding i love our african cultures it's so they're very authentic but it's very hard to impress everyone personally i come from uh, um i come from two different tribes and when it comes to such marriages it's hard to impress everyone so any day any time white wedding hi larry it's laura here so i'm here to give my opinion over the aurora versus white wedding i'm not married at the moment and i think at the core of aurora it is a great concept that was traditionally started by our forefathers, whoever started it, and understanding its core values. I think it's a great concept. However, of late, over time, there's been a lot of things that have changed, a great deal of exploitation that has happened, people charging exorbitant amounts. So you kind of like lose um, the reasoning behind it all. But I think... Uh, the main core of it is to bring families together, recognize you as married and, you know, being released from your family, like your father and your mother giving you a blessing and the families coming together, recognizing each other, that we are now related and all that, that whole um, process of it going through. I, I understand its necessity. I appreciate it's like what it, what it is meant for. But what I don't appreciate is the exploitation that has been taken, um, that has been happening off late, which kind of loses its value, the true meaning of the Aurora thing, which is a bit off-putting. And then coming to the white wedding, um, again, if you're religious and if you, you know, you value that blessing from God, you take the root of that. Um, and you want to have a blessing from God in front of your family and your friends. However, over time, it's been almost like you are in competition with God knows who you're in competition with. It's like showing um, people like you ain't up on this, you know, like I have this and I'm going to show how much money I have through this mega wedding. And then a lot of the times it's such a shame because people put up these massive white weddings and then like you hear a, a year or two later that they're divorced and then you're like, what was the whole big facade for? Um, I, so I think depending on who you are, I mean, either can go. But for me personally, I think I would um, go for the Aurora uh, just the simple fact is that I value what my family thinks. I value bringing us together as a family. I value uh, just people joining each other and, you know, introducing each other and having that. But there's certain aspects of the rural thing that I would take away. Like um, I've had several discussions with my mom that if I was to ever get married, it's that whole money aspect is not a thing that I'm keen to have. I'm not a product. However, there's certain processes I would like to adopt from the Aurora thing. So I would be more so for the Aurora and then obviously um, having a registrar, something that's legally binding. I'm not opposed to a white wedding 
uh, in terms of like a blessing, but I wouldn't necessarily make it a big thing. I probably have like um, a very, very intimate um, occasion where it's literally like 30 people. So it's not like the conventional white wedding where there's like hundreds of people like, you know, bridesmaids, white dress, all that shenanigan. It's it's not my thing. I'm more so for intimate, uh, meaningful occasion. And yeah, that's, that's my thought on it. I'm not opposed to either of them, but I think there's certain things that I would take and there's certain things that I would leave behind because I think over time, uh, we've lost so many of the valued cause, um, of either of the events. So, but if I was to choose to one of them, I would definitely go for Aurora just for the simple fact of family is more important for me. Family recognition is more important to me than any other way. And that's my thought on it. Yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Clive Chikubu and you're listening to the Query Cast. Shop, shop. Query Rack. So very interesting opinions there. Now, just to be clear as a caveat to say that if you were to get a Lobola wedding, you can still get registered in court. So every wedding sort of has to be registered before justice of the peace is appointed by the court. And if you decide to just go get married at the magistrate's court, that's still fine. After you to just get it registered, really, a wedding, uh, a marriage rather registered. So you can still have Lobola and then you can register the courts and then it doesn't need to be an elaborate celebration. Like I said, uh, it stems from the fact about expenses and stuff like that. For me, I've always never understood why black people will have both. But I can understand why some people choose that they want to have one over the other. If that is true, some people like white wedding because that's how we've been socialized, a lot of us growing up. That a lot of the things dressed in the white white wedding, going on one knee, proposal, uh, the, you know, the... The, 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 the romanticized aspect of it all. I've been seeing that a lot of Lovella weddings have become very elaborate. People in wearing in that Kenta clothing, you know, the African-inspired print <laughs> a clothing that a lot of people wear. And that's become a trend. That's become a thing. And I think some people be, are making it such a major ceremony. Now, if you're going to have a white wedding afterwards, that also means a, a much bigger expense coming in in the future. And and I think it's, it's opened up. I know some people are like, oh, I don't really know how to respond to this. It's like you could send messages say, I don't know how to respond to this. But a lot of the people don't realize that in the grand scheme of things, it's about the happiness of both, both in the couple. But in the immediate scheme of things, you also understand that a lot of the times the wedding ceases to become about the groom a lot of the time and more about the bride. Because I think it's been sort of materialized as it means a lot more to her as a guy you kind of like just get there and just do whatever you got to do that's the classic man that's being painted but i see a lot of people a lot of men have started becoming very invested in how their wedding is going to become but at the same time they'll tell you that oh well i had a, i had like a billion ideas for this wedding but really uh most of them were were run down by the madam she just decided no we're not doing this we're having this color no this friend is not coming no this this what this person is not allowed no and there were so many no's and no's that he kind of like felt like okay can this wedding just happen and we'll call it a day because it's becoming a thing that where i'm just kind of feel like uh is this really still a wedding or 
an invite any event that I'm just invited to and I'm just a prop for. But it's, it's a discussion that the couple is going to have. And I think from the get-go, everybody's expectations are to be put on the table. And finding a way to get to, a, to, to a, an understanding. Look, the lobola is not going to be cheap by, by, by way of it all. You're going to, get a, you're going to buy a lobola. Uh, you're going to pay a lobola. And, and that is going to mean a lot of money coming out. There's going to be festivities and things of that nature. And then you've got to be having the conversation because one of the things that also makes uh, life difficult for a lot of couples is discussions around money. Money is a big thing. And a lot of people have broken up or whatever it is and a lot of strife and a lot of, a lot of uh, anguish and a lot of conflict within marriages are down to do with money. So unless this conversation is had in a very candid way, if this relationship has to end, end in a wedding, a lot of the times, even if you at the beginning, if you think this relationship has some kind of future, start having the, 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 the sage discussion. Have the discussion early on so that you're both on the same page. Because if you go in and you're hoping that at some point people are going to behave accordingly and then someone's going to bum rush your way into, their, into starting off the, probably one of the most important decisions in your life, uh, in a way that they choose to, then you're going to have problems going forward. Yeah, that's it for this week's query cast. Get in touch with me, Larry, at 3-mob.com. Also get in touch with me on Twitter at query.kwirrayi on Instagram, Larry Query.ie. So just get in touch with me on any of those platforms. Uh, or just, yeah, just get in touch with me. What ideas do you have? What do you think about the whole Lovola thing? What do you think should happen? Uh, should people uh, really start having a big look at how marriage is supposed to be? Maybe that's the next thing we're going to talk about. What should marriage look like going forward? Is it uh, are traditional weddings still a a thing? Yeah, that's the thing we're going to talk about next. It's a thing. Uh, of course, uh, the Criticast is available all over. It's also available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most importantly, Iona.fm, who are a primary host this check them out if you've got a podcast or any thing that you want to get hosted online they are they are absolutely amazing for the african market and you know they've they've got great products for for different types if you want a podcast once a month they've got a part or a couple of times a month or whatever the case may be they've got they've got a platform for you if you want a podcast more than once a couple of whatever they've got different platforms for you they're based out in South Africa, but they have an amazing product for the African market. And a lot of big brands and small brands and medium brands are hosting their content in there. And you want to get in on that. So Iona.fm. Other than that, take care of yourself and the people that you love. And I leave you with the words of uh, Bob Marley, uh, who passed away on the 11th of May. He said, are you satisfied with the life that you're living? It's been Larry. It's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. Asiris. Yes, Ebenza.